Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, Ministry of Greater Worship Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Apostle Robert Enos. Here we will talk about doctrine and theology, politics, social and cultural issues, and how the church is to respond and face these issues. Get ready for a large dose of truth and get ready to have your tables flipped. As a friend just told me recently, Table Flippers is flipping awesome. Frederick Douglass said, It is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. Hello, this is Robert Enos, your host, host of Table Flippers Podcast. Welcome. Get ready for an exciting episode. But first, commercial break. Hello, fellow Table Flippers. I have some exciting news. Table Flippers is now selling merchandise. Table flipping merchandise. You can find our merchandise at tableflipperspodcast.com, tableflipperspodcast.com. And if you put freedom in the promo code area, you'll get 10% off. That's exciting news. Freedom, because that's what we're all about. Freedom as the promo code. So I hope to see you soon, and I hope that you get some of this exciting uh, merchandise so that we can all look cool together. We will be flipping awesome. In my last podcast, I dealt with parenting. And in a, in a roundabout way, parenting and politics, showing and, and expressing and, you know, uh, encouraging parents to teach and train their children on right concepts of morality, politics, religion, all of these things. I want to pick up on that theme because I believe it's an extremely important theme for our world today. Anybody that looks out at the world scene will know that there's a lot of things that need fixing and repair. There's a lot of problems going on in our world right now, right here in our own city, our own state, our own nation, and in the world. And of all the causes of these problems, the number one problem, ladies and gentlemen, and now listen to me, brace yourselves, hold on to your seats, get ready for this, but the number one cause of all the problems that we see in the world, especially in the United States of America right now, can be traced back to the way we parent and the way we train our children. And in a very big way, fathers, it rests upon your shoulders. Moms, I'm not trying to get you off the hook, but the reality of it is, whether we like it or not, whether you agree with it or not, the reality of it is, the truth of it is, so much is resting upon the shoulders of fathers and sometimes we don't really think about it but that's what i want to talk to you about today i was just reading an interesting article not a very big article i will put the link of this article in the comments so that you can look at it and read it if you want but the this article is called statistics on fatherless children in america this was written by a gentleman by the name of wayne parker it was updated may 24th 2019. So it's not brand new, but it's not old either. So I believe all these stats in here are still pretty fresh. I just want to read the uh, first couple of small paragraphs here. It says, children who grow up in fatherless homes have a greater risk of major challenges in life than those who grow up with a father at home. We might want to believe otherwise, and there are many children who overcome the hardships associated with an absent father but the truth is in the data. According to the Annie E. Casey Foundation's website, National Kids Count, 
Approximately 35% of children under 18 live in a single-parent home as of 2016. As many as 25% of children in the U.S. live in households with a mother alone. That is over 18 million children who do not live with a father figure. Additionally, father-only households were noted at just 8%. Now we just begin this article. I wanted to begin by reading that just to kind of set the stage, if you will, for this. Because I want to show you some of the issues uh, from this article. And these are all stats. These are numbers. These are stats. This is not just something somebody made up, somebody's opinion. These are stats, okay? Uh, and the data doesn't lie. So if you know somebody, maybe you yourself overcome all the obstacles of being uh, having a, a fatherless household, thank God, and I bless you in that. Or if you know somebody that's overcome these obstacles, again, thank God, and we bless that one. But unfortunately, far too many people cannot overcome the obstacles or have not overcome the obstacles and they face and they become one of these stats and that's what we want to change and fathers it really is on you but let's go on with this i want to look at this just some simple stats here's the it says the statistics of fatherless children again i'll just read this portion of it the negative effects of a child without a father can be seen in countless studies and reports the statistics show the importance of a father figure in the majority of children's lives. According to What Can the Federal Government Do to Decrease Crime and Revitalize Communities from the U.S. Department of Justice, children from fatherless homes account for suicide, 63% of youth suicides. 63% of all the young people that commit suicide came from a fatherless home. 63%, ladies and gentlemen. Runaways, 90% of all homeless and runaway youths come from a fatherless home. 90%. Behavioral disorders, 85% of all children that exhibit behavioral disorders. 85%. 85% of these kids with behavior problems, serious behavior problems, come from a fatherless home. Ooh, high school dropouts, 71% of all high school dropouts are young people that come from a fatherless home. 71%. Juvenile detention rates, 70%. So those kids that are arrested and put in a juvie, 70% of them come from a uh, fatherless home. Substance abuse, that would be alcohol, drugs, things of that nature, 75%. 75% of all the kids that get caught up in drugs, alcohol, and things of that nature and need to go to a substance abuse center, 75% come from a fatherless home. Aggression, that would be violence, anger management problems, aggression, 75%, listen to this, 75% of rapists motivated by displaced anger are young people that come from a fatherless home. 75%. Let me finish reading this portion of this article. To back up the data from 1998, which continues to be cited by researchers, a 2016 report of teenagers placed in juvenile residential facilities shows that 45% were 
were living with only one parent at the time. This is a significant difference when compared to 30% of teens in two-parent households. Furthermore, individual studies over the years have noted similar challenges for children with absent fathers. Now, of all the problems here that we see with an absent father or children raised up in a home without a father, educational uh, attainment, they just simply don't get the education they otherwise would if simply if a father was in the home. And without that education, they don't have the success later on in life that those in a two-parent household would have. Achievement, same thing with the educational. They just, they cannot seem to achieve as much as those that come from a two-parent household. So children from a single-parent household without a father in the house have lower, much lower achievement rates than those who come from a two-parent household. We already talked about the drug use or substance abuse but uh, kids that are raised up in a single-parent household without a father are much more likely to use drugs and get into alcohol abuse than those raised up in a two-parent household. Incarceration rates. I want to read this word for word. Incarceration rates. Young men who grow up in homes without fathers are twice as likely to end up in jail as those who come from traditional two-parent families. Those boys whose fathers were absent from the household had double the odds of being incarcerated, even when other factors such as race, income, parent education, and urban residence were held constant. Isn't that interesting? That without a father in the house, at least the young men, the boys in that household, are twice as likely to be incarcerated, put in jail and prison, than those who are raised up in a two-parent household. Ladies and gentlemen, please don't ever fall for the lie. Don't ever fall for the lie that fathers in the house are not important. Don't ever fall for that feminist nonsense lie that tries to say men are not needed. As the, again, the data and the stats do not lie. You can't make this stuff up. You just have to look at the numbers. So when they go and they do their research and they go and they ask everybody in that prison, hey, do you have a father in the home? Never knew my father. Do you have a father in the home? No, my mom and dad were divorced. Haven't seen my father in a long time. Do you have a father in the home? Well, he's in and out. He's not really there. Do you have a father in the home? Every now and then they'll say, well, yeah, I had a father in the home. But most of them, most all of them will say, no, my dad wasn't around. Many of them will say they never even knew their dad. So ladies, ladies out there, ladies out there, listen to me, ladies. And I say that carefully because we have this problem in America right now. And many of you ladies have fallen for it. You want the children for whatever reason, or you have the children for whatever reason, but no man around. And some of you ladies have two, three, four, five kids all by different baby daddies. As a matter of fact, they even had to coin a term for it, baby daddy. Not a name, not the father, not their name, but baby daddy. That to me is one of the most sad and, and strange things that that's almost no, or has become normal 
in many parts of our culture and society. And that needs to change. Ladies, women, you need to... I don't know how else to say this, so I'm just going to say it. Keep your legs closed until you're married. And then stay married to that one man. And then, the, and then you and your husband for the rest of your life stay together and raise your children correctly. And ladies, start acting just like that word says. Ladies, be a lady. Forget this feminist nonsense, garbage, lies that have hurt you more than helped you and certainly hurt our children more than helped them and start being ladies again. Men, oh, don't even get me started on some of you. And I say that I say that word men loosely for some of you because some of you aren't real men, you're little boys. If you created a, a child, if you impregnated a, a woman and there's a child in the world, you better, you best be taking care of that child. You better be there and take care of that child. And you... Men, keep it in your pants until you're married. Show some decorum and self-control because that's what men do. Little boys can't control themselves, but men will control themselves. And if they find it difficult, then they will put things in place in their life so that they'll be forced to control themselves. They're, a real man is just not out there uh, um, hitting on the ladies and making babies everywhere and not fathering them and not raising them up and not instilling some righteousness in them. True men take care of their families. True men raise their own children. True men do whatever they need to do in their life to get their lives together to set a great example and provide for their children. So some of you out there, you, you males that have children that you're not taking care of and you're not working hard for and you're still running the streets, shame on you. You're not a man. You're a little boy in, in a man's body. You're a little boy and you have nothing. You know, as a matter of fact, you're a wuss because anybody can do that. There's no strength in that. There's no masculinity in that. There's masculinity and strength in buckling down and saying, I brought a child into this world. I'm going to do everything in my power for the rest of my life to make sure that child grows up and is successful and is righteous, stays out of prison, gets a great education. And fathers, it, re you, it relies on you to rise up and be a man for that to happen. Because again, the stats don't lie. A lot of these ladies are doing such a, a great job in and of themselves, but they can't do it all because they're not men. They're not fathers. We need fathers in the home. We need fathers around those children. And if you're out there making babies that you're not going to father, raise on a day-to-day -day basis, shame on you, you little boy. Not a man. Get out there and make it work. Many years ago, I used to listen to a uh, psychologist on the radio, and it was a call-in program, and um, I remember one call that came in. It was a man saying, hey, I don't know what to do. My ex-wife is moving to another state. She's moving to another state and taking the children with her. I don't know what to do because my job is here, my career is here, my home is here, and I won't be able to see my children. And the psychologist kind of, you know, I can only imagine because it was a radio thing, but seemed to scratch her head like, uh, what do you mean you don't know what to do? You know what? Go sell your house and move into the same town your ex-wife is moving. 
and move as close to your children as possible so you can see them on a daily basis and be part of their life every day. Not just if you live out of state, you get them for the summer. No, every day be a part of their life. If it can't work out between you and your ex-wife where you could be in the same house together, well, you live so close to them that your kids don't have to go very far to see you and you don't have to go very far to see them and be a part of their world, be a part of their life. And this guy actually started to argue with her like, what? but my career is here. Listen, men, since when is your career, his career, my career, your career more important than raising your family and raising your children. And far too many men get their identity by their career or some other thing in their life other than raising healthy, intelligent, polite children. And then we wonder why our children are are ending up in prison, ending up in jail, doing drugs, uh, um, drinking, and and getting caught up in all this nonsense. Well, Dad, if you were in their life on a daily, moment-by-moment basis, maybe they wouldn't. Maybe if you actually put your children and your family first and your career second, maybe your kids would be a lot better off. And before anybody starts pointing the finger at me, well, you just don't know. Who do you think you are? Hey, I remember way back when, before I was in the ministry, I had a a, a job that I had the opportunity to work a lot of overtime and I could have made a lot of money. I worked very little overtime, very little. Only in those emergency times when they really desperately needed me would I work overtime. And I'll tell you the number one reason why is because I really enjoyed being with my wife and my children. I loved my family and it was far more important for me to have less money in my pocket but be with them and spend quality time with them than it was to have a pocket full of money knowing that someday I may have to spend it to get my kids out of prison or, or spend it on bail because I wasn't there to father them. No, I was there to father them. As a matter of fact, if you were to talk to my kids, and they're all adults right now, if you were to talk to my kids, they'll probably tell you we spent too much time with them. They had no free time. Well, they did because we did a lot of fun things to do. Let me tell you one of my, just a real quick story. One of the greatest things that we did was I was able to buy this real, real cheap, beat up, beat down, uh, four-wheel drive Isuzu Trooper. It was nothing to look at. It was really nothing to drive. And we lived in an area in the desert where the moment it would rain or snow or anything like that, the kids would like, okay, let's go. And we'd pile into that little Isuzu Trooper and go off-roading, splashing through the mud, splashing through the puddles, climbing hills, uh, doing donuts in the snow. And literally, this Isuzu Trooper cost me $500 at the time. And we had so much fun in it, and that was our thing. And we even sit around and we talk about those things even today. All the all the crazy things that we did and all the fun things that we did in it. And, and, and my son, he uh, learned how to drive in that thing, blew up the engine in that thing, all of this. And it was this, just this terrific um, experience that created terrific memories. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and buy a beat-up Isuzu Trooper. But there's got to be something that you can find that you can rally your whole family around, your kids especially, and have fun with them 
and create some memories. Maybe it's fishing, maybe it's hunting, maybe it's camping, maybe it's off-roading, maybe it's dirt bikes, maybe it's bicycle riding. Something that you all can do together as a family that you all enjoy and you can create some awesome memories. But you see, that will never happen, dads, if you're not in the home with your kids. That will never be a reality or a possibility if you're not training your kids, if you're not even in the home with your kids. And let me tell you something. There's a lot of young men out there that get their girlfriend pregnant and instead of seeing that and and, and saying, I need to grow up, I need to get my life together, I need to get off the streets, I need to get not just a job for a few bucks in my pocket, but a career, and I need to make a home for my family and for my child. They still want to go play like little boys because that's what they are, little boys that are just playing a game. Ladies, stay away from the little boys that are playing a game. I don't care who you are. I don't care your age. I don't care uh, where you come from. Stay away from the little boys that just want to play the game. Go find a man that's working on a career Go find a man that's working on his future. Go find a man that's working on his education, working upon making himself marketable so that he will have a not just a job, but a real, a real solid career that, that he can take care of you and take care of your children. And until you find that man and you have a ring on your finger and you've said, I do, keep it all closed up. Ladies, it's time for you to be ladies. And men, it's time for you to start acting like men and not little boys. You think you're really cool? You think you're a man because of all the women that you can get in bed? That's not a man. That's a little boy. A man is someone who takes responsibility for himself and for those around him. His wife, his family, especially his children. A man is somebody that will give up his own happiness to take care of the people around him. His children. A man is somebody that will give up what he wants to do, his pleasure, to make sure that his children are well taken care of. That's what a man does. A man will put his life on hold. See, there's a lot of you males out there that think, no, I got to work on my career. That's my most important. I got to work on my career. No, you got your kids for about 18 years and really not even a full 18 years. Because by the time they hit high school, all right, they're involved in so many other things and everything. So you really have about 16, 15, 16 solid years with your kids. You can build, don't get me wrong, you need to be in a career type of job that'll pay the bills. But you can really excel in that career when your kids no longer depend on you the way they do when they're four, five, or six years old. Then build your career. Then make a name for yourself. Build a legacy and leave them with something. But it does you no good to work on your career, push aside your kids, they end up in jail, and now all your money from your career building goes to get them, hire lawyers, pay their bail, get them out of prison, all of that nonsense. Or the 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 merry-go-round of 
going into drug and alcohol rehab, coming out, going back into drug and alcohol rehab, coming out, going into drug and alcohol rehab, coming out, and you're sitting there scratching your head, watching all your hard career building dollars go out the door to pay for that, scratching your head going, how did this happen? How did this happen? Well, dad, because you were too focused on your career and not um, too uh, focused enough on junior or your young girls, because dad, you weren't there for them. Now you're scratching your head wondering, why am I raising my grandchildren and my daughter at 16, 17, 18 years old, not even married? Well, dad, if you were there, they wouldn't need to go out looking for another man to fill that gap in their life. My point, fathers, is you are so absolutely important. You have to first know that. Doesn't matter what culture says. Doesn't matter what society says. I don't care what the feminists say. They're wrong. They're wrong. Dads, you are needed. You're needed in the home. You're needed with your children. And ladies, if you haven't figured this out right uh, yet, if you haven't figured out how important men are, how important fathers in the home are for your children, then I don't, I don't know what to say to you. But you have failed even as a woman. If you can't figure that out, you have failed as a woman. This whole nonsense of this feminist ideology and this nonsense that men are not needed has got to stop. If we, want, if we have any hope for culture, any hope for our society, any hope for our nation, we've got to make the family strong again. And you can, it'll be impossible to make the family strong without fathers. And I don't mean just baby makers. I mean fathers who are in the home on a day-to-day basis, raising and teaching and training their children in righteousness. So come on, men. It's time for us to rise up and be men. And, and I want to challenge some of you men that you've been doing it right. You've been standing strong. You've done it. And especially if your kids are older and out of the house or about to go out of the house, Look around. Look around in, this, in culture, society. Look around on the job. Look around in your church, which every one of you should be in church. But look around in your church. Are there single moms? Come on. Are there single moms? No father in the home? Go and be a father to those kids as well. Go and take them under your wing and start walking with them and training them up. Go be with them. Talk to them. Walk with them. When you guys go on, you know, start, create a camping club or something at your church where about every three or four months you all go camping and then take some of those kids from the single parents and single moms and say, I'll take your kids camping and and just show them a good time and stand with them and be strong and train them and teach them. Our kids need that. The future needs it. America needs it. Dads, I'm telling you, men, you are far more important than you understand. But it's time to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps, gird our loins, and start walking as men, regardless of what culture says, what society says, and what the feminists say. Be a man, because that's what men do. Be a man. Take responsibility of yourself. Take responsibility of your children. Be a man. Walk as a man. Live as a man. Don't apologize for it. Thank you for joining us at Table Flippers Podcast. I'd really love to hear from you. Please look us up on the web at www.gwcclancaster.org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Or you can email me at gwccrobert at gmail.com. I'd really love to hear from you. Please let us know how we're doing. Keep all those comments coming. Until next time, you all have a great day and a blessed day.